sippers if you're a fan of all chino shade podcast now is your time to show it as you know we are a florida-based podcast or more specifically we're a tampa bay area podcast so that means that we qualify for the best of the bay awards for 2019 now best of the bay is a award ceremony for the local people here in the bay area so that means we qualify so support us by going to cltampa.com forward slash best of the bay 2019 scroll to people places and politics from there look for best local podcast and cast your vote now let's get into some major sippage It's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, the tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit. Conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's good by myself. That's good. What up? What up? What's going on, Sippers? It is time for another dope ass episode of All Tea No Shade, where we give you all the tea without the shade. Even though TJ throw a little bit of shade every now and then. Nah, no shade today, man. No shade today. Just don't start it. So y'all, Sippers, y'all know <laughs> if you hear my voice first, that means our our queen Sipper L is not with us for this episode this week. Can I throw shade on her? Absolutely. Because I wasn't here last week and she was excited about us working together again this week and she's not here. And she's not here. I ain't gonna throw no shade. We miss you, L. I always we, miss you when you're not here. I, part, I don't know why we're talking about her because you know when we were gone, she didn't even talk about us on the episode. See, because we're different and we're better. We step up oh, to the plate. We are better. Yes, yeah. I mean, better. we miss her cute self here and her, her, her little her energy. L-isms, as I'm gonna call them and everything, you know, but uh, no, we miss you, L. We look forward to having you again with us next week. If you only, if you act right, you don't act right, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> It'll be us again, all men. All men. So with that said, you know, we said all men. So we have another guest uh, with us, uh, our friend Emmett Lane. Say hello to the Sippers, bro. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, so <laughs> Emmett is a, he's a, he's a quiet guy, but he gets a little passionate about certain topics. So we're going we're gonna to try to pull, pull these, this, this stuff out of Emmett in this episode. Well, Emmett came here this today with us and he brought this, um, whiskey here. Can I talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Man, the, as most of oh, you yeah, know, right. I'm, I'm not a drinker, but it's called Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. That's right. pretty good. And I'm going to talk about him already this morning. He started off with a little small glass, right? He's already almost empty. I think we all are. <laughs> he's going to be talking to us this morning. Trust me, get him nice and loose up inside of here. Look at He's pouring more already. All right, guys. <laughs> let's, let's get this first sip. Time for the first sip. How was your guys' week? Man, my week has been pretty good. Just working, back on the grind as usual. What that, what that mean, though? We all grinding. <laughs> Bad luck. Um, I do my nine to five job. I work out at the local base, and then I go to school at night, and I also do a photography thing on the side. So, man, you've been in school forever, bro. Yeah, like, I know. What's going on with that? You almost done? Yeah, finally, man. I think about. I have probably like six more classes and I should be done. That's what's up, man. That's that continuous education. So what are you studying in school, man? Man, digital development. Oh. Um, initially, it was like mass communications, but since everything's going digital with marketing and everything, I kind of lean toward that major. Kind of, you know, helps me out with a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. TJ? 
How was your week, bro? Uh, I'm, um, good week. You know, very rarely have a bad week. I may have a bad moment, but not a bad week. A uh, good week. Let me see. Uh, two of my good friends from Baltimore City Fire Department down here. Emor. And we hooked up this a uh, couple times this week. Had a good time last night. Went down to a restaurant in the high park called Wine Exchange. Mm-hmm. Always like Wine Exchange. It's a nice little crowd inside there. We sat outside. We was there for about three and a half hours, drinking, eating, just having a good time. You know, talking about old stories and just sharing things, our aspirations for the future, things we're working on. Uh, both of them, they're planning on retiring within the next year or two mm-hmm. and moving down here, you know. So I had a, uh, you'd be surprising me, Jay, as I, had, I talked up Tampa. Oh, <laughs> wow, Sipper, did you uh, hear that? Yo, TJ never talks up Tampa, like, ever. So I don't know what happened. He must have been sipping on some wine in the wine exchange. He never do that. No, I know they're good guys, and they want a place to come to and relax, get away from the hustle and bustle of Baltimore, especially from the fire department up there, and also the weather. So I told them mm-hmm. they would love the weather, especially the winters down here. Um, uh, they like to dress up also. So okay. well, they gonna miss that. Then. Yeah, well, during, during the winter time, during the winter time, they can uh, dress up a bit more. So, but uh, no, they're interested. They're looking at some places down here right now. But Yo, it's been a good week. Except for TJ's little bougie man, he was telling me he went to this wine exchange place, which I had never heard of. I've been in Hyde Park forever, so I was like, "Yo, so." Is wine exchange expensive? Cause you know I don't got the same taste as you, bro. So <laughs> hold up, hold up. You called me bougie, right? You called me bougie yesterday, y'all. So what was it for? Oh, cause <laughs> he came back to the crib, sippers. He was like, "Jay, you want a beignet?" I was like, "A beignet? What the hell is a beignet, y'all? I don't know what no beignet is. Something is gonna be some like crazy sipper or some." Some fancy sippers. You know what it was? It was a damn donut. <laughs> a donut. But you called me bougie. I can't be on your bougie ass, man. You eat all these beignets and shit. Man, all my friends are bougie. Y'all but, trying to but was it good? It was good. It was good. <laughs> yes, us bougie beignet people. So my so my week has been um, pretty good. I'm actually getting excited about this blind date L is setting me up on. You know, this is sippers. You've been listening. I agreed a couple weeks ago to go on a blind date. Because your boy is tired of the dating process. But anyway, so turns out I'm not going on just one blind date. I'm going on two blind dates that Elle set me up. Yeah. <laughs> so she said that they, uh, they all got some booty. And she said they all pretty. So we're going to find out. Right. So... Um, so yeah, my week's been pretty good. We'll see how hold, that goes. Hold up, she said they all got booty, all pretty, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Scared. We we know how I'm that scared. goes. You yeah. know, they always talk their friends up. No, I mean I'm not saying the young ladies aren't pretty, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. she's talking them up. But from a lot of us, I'm in experience. We understand when the ladies say they're pretty, and they got booty. That's a matter of perspective. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I know. Which angle? So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, something good comes from it. And L did not hook me up with failure. So before we move on, guys, let's talk about Rock Nation for a second. So Jay-Z recently partnered with the NFL and people are upset about it. Like someone calling Jay-Z a woke capitalist um, is saying that he's capitalizing on 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 black black struggle as well. And uh, Jay-Z says that Colin inspired him uh, through through the stand, but he's never talked to Colin about it. Eric Reed, who supported Colin from day one, has come out and blasted Jay-Z, um, basically saying that, you know, Jay-Z has, he basically just wanted to make money off of this. My question to both of you guys, how do y'all feel about Jay-Z partnering with the NFL, given that the NFL did what they did, they blackballed Colin Kaepernick? Okay. 
I can understand both perspectives of it because one perspective is more of an emotional perspective. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are coming out uh, in a gas against him because of him connecting with the NFL. Yeah. But for anything, understanding business and understand how things get done out here, we yeah. can do a lot of things emotionally, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always get the job done. Absolutely. So sometimes having someone who have a foot in the door oftentimes help out. Uh, let's look back at slavery. We had a lot of those, what they call, excuse me, putting this way, house niggers. Yeah, okay? absolutely, absolutely. But yet all the house niggers weren't sellouts. They were They got inside there to help out the field slaves. Absolutely. Okay, so absolutely. again, matter perspective and also understanding because as you um, learn a lot of things about business, you realize that your foot outside the door don't get nothing done. Absolutely. Your foot in the door get done a lot more, not just for you, but also others who you're trying to sit here and get to step up also as well. I'm going to tell you Jay-Z's quote in a second, but Emmett, what's your thoughts on, do you think Jay-Z's in the wrong? I mean, go ahead, give your opinion on that. Man, here's the thing. If we look at Jay-Z's track record, he's done a lot for the community. Absolutely. Whether it's like donating to kids, whether it's using his own legal team to get other people out. This man hasn't done anything wrong to help out. So, you know, to, to agree with TJ, it's like it's good to have someone on the inside to do that. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. Because he said it himself as, well, as far as like, you know, it, it wasn't, we all know what the issue was about the kneeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, so what happens next? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what JD said. JD said, quoting Jay Z here, people have to want to be better mm-hmm. and people have to want to have conversations. This isn't Twitter. You can't just throw someone out if they have, if they make a mistake, you're canceled. We can't do the council council, this council culture. I'm never speaking to you again type thing. That doesn't accomplish anything. That's what I believe. I believe real change is had through real conversations and real work. And so basically he's saying, look, man, like they made a mistake. They're trying to do better. So Jay-Z, his Rock Nation will be in charge of uh, entertainment with the NFL um, for halftime shows and just the social injustice program that they have created. So obviously Jay-Z's got, he got paid. That's part of the business, and you can't. I mean, you can't really knock him for that. But but what does Eric Reed do now? Exactly, he plays for the NFL. Eric, I agree. I agree. Eric Reed does play for the NFL, but Eric Reed is still speaking out against the NFL. Yeah, but so paid, and so. he got paid. He and he got paid. What happened to the someone? Someone made a good point. They say what happened to all the money that Eric Reed and Colin got paid with. That was supposed to go into the communities. No one said they put that money back into it. So I think it's a, a interesting debate. Hey, I, I love these things, especially the way a lot of people think. And I got to say this also. A lot of people think, again, like I said, by emotion, but also on things they don't know. They want to question something somebody else is doing. I'll ask anybody, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Okay, you want to talk about what Jay-Z's doing, what Arc Reader's doing? What are you doing? You're still watching TV. You're still buying your NFL jerseys. Yeah. And you're still complaining. Okay, anybody, whether it's in the NFL, in your community, whatever, step up and do something instead of complaining about, about what somebody else is doing. They're doing more than you. Whether you like what they're doing or not, they're still doing more than you. You're sitting on your ass, yeah. and they're up off their ass doing something. I agree, yeah, he plays for the NFL. He has to make a living, but Absolutely. he's still standing up for it. Yeah. Jay-Z, whether he got paid or not, yes, he's getting paid, but also think about the opportunities and the, open, and the doors he opened for so many other people. Not just for jobs and stuff, but also yeah. for communication, for Ho- connection. Yeah, hopefully, he, hopefully he creates a some programs to help to build. That's the goal. We have to sit back and wait. And see. All right, guys, sippers, it is time for the t- part of the episode where normally L 
is sitting here doing the who am I. This time, we're going to let Mr. TJ handle who am I. This is the second time around. And I, I don't know if y'all remember, Citrus. The first time he did, he sat in for L. He gave us some bullshit uh, celebrity that no one could guess. Oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna see. It's, it's somebody throwing shades. Oh, maybe a little bit. Emmett, are you aware of what happens in Who Am I? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Man. Okay, <laughs> so that means you're going against me right now. Now, normally you're my friend, you're my homie, but right now we're enemies. Emmett is an avid listener on our show, so why you gonna ask the man? Like, he always. Sometimes you gotta double check. Okay. You gotta check these Negroes, well, man. I think you have a little bit of advantage in this right here today. I'm gonna tell you why. He been kicking back on the screwball over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is he drinking water? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's good, though. It's good. All right, All let's right. get started. So we're see who he has, who TJ let's has. Let's get started. Let's go, okay. So let's get back to your NFL. He's an NFL football player. Okay. He's 28. Uh huh. He played uh, high school football and track in Texas. Kyle Murray. Who? Kyle Murray. <laughs> What's the guy for Arizona? He, I mean, yeah, okay, uh, his nickname is Flash. Flash, he's 28. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he, he, he attended Baylor University. Um, Jalen Hurd. Mm. Baylor University? He, he's, he's, oh, he's Robert Griffin. <laughs> Man, Robert Griffin, you're wrong. So, oh, <laughs> I'm a mess with him, man. Watch, okay. So, he led the league in receptions in 2013 and was selected to first team all pro. Um, 2013, 28. Yes. Now, I'm gonna give you guys a good hint. Emmy, you know anything? You he know who it is? Suspended in 2014 for a drug violation. Um, Oh, Josh, Joe Johnson. No, uh, John Who? Gordon. He said it. No, he I said, said it first. No, 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 no. I said no, it no, first. No, no. He said it low. He did. I know. He did. I know he, he said did. it. I know he said it. Yes, sir. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. <laughs> Josh Gordon. Jay, we talked about him the other day. We did. And the reason why yeah. I brought, I, I use him as my who am I. Good one. Good. So no, was that a weak one, Jay, today? It was all right. It was not bad. Sore losers, bad. man. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'll let you have so that I'm one. talking about Josh Gordon. Jay and I had this conversation the other day about Josh Gordon. And it's basically about how many chances do you get? I know, man. And he's a very talented young man. He's great skills. He can be, and he could have been, he still can be. But at the time, he was an awesome weapon for um, Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, yeah. But he's, his, he keeps uh, violating drugs. So as we move on with this part right here, how many chances do you feel like this guy should get? Because now he's, he was suspended last year, midway through the season, and now he's reinstated again. And this time, it wasn't just for weed. It was for other drugs. And we don't, again, before we sit here and think it was some mm -hmm. drugs he shouldn't be using, mm -hmm. it could have been some of his supplements or something like that. So, you know, so don't assume. What I would, what I would say from the positive side of it is I'm glad to see that the NFL is continuing to support someone who has struggled. Because what you don't want is to kick them out forever and then not heal and they end up losing their life or whatnot. Maybe he needs it so much and they see that they want to keep him in an environment that's going to continue to help him. You do have to ask yourself, when has he learned? We don't know the circumstances. We don't know exactly what was in his system that caused the violation. I just wonder if they would have, would they be giving him the same amount of forgiveness and opportunity if he wasn't with like New England with mm -hmm. Bill Belichick 
and and whatnot. And so I hope he gets it together, man. Like you said, so much talent. I just want him to get it together, but he hasn't yet. Yeah, man. You know, it, it is a shame that he keeps coming up hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of reminds you of like when Ricky Williams, right? When he was yep. playing. It's just like, man, you have that much talent. Like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. We do need to get it together. So Ricky Williams, pretty much, he ended up getting together. He was just smoking weed. I think Josh Jordan. Is it Josh Gordon? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I think he's pretty much smoked weed as well. But the NFL just might as well. I think they should just go away and make uh, weed legal mm-hmm. in the NFL, so they don't have to keep running into this issue. Now, when it comes to performing enhancing drugs, like that should always remain banned, get you in trouble. But weed, come on, man! Like that. How many states do we have now that have legalized marijuana? You know what I mean. So, if you live in one of those states, right? You live in one of those states, and marijuana is legal. Why should you be punished by the NFL? Because the government has way more say so than the NFL does. You know how I feel about weed. Well, no, you don't do it. I mean, I, don't, I think I once in a blue moon, I do. I'm not a big fan of it either. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's not as a big deal as it used to be. Well, for certain occupations. Yeah. You know, from, my, from me being in the fire department, no. I mean, I had one guy before one time come in there and he was, I can't watch what I say. So um, it was questionable <laughs> about his actions during that day. So, uh, but no, for certain uh, certain jobs, man, you need that person to be uh they'd be open they didn't be yeah. alert they didn't be ready and so forth so yeah i mean you, you wouldn't want your surgeon who just smoked spliff right to operate on your heart you right. know, you know but he I mean? might have i he mean seriously have. uh i'm just gonna say uh <laughs> just say it. he ain't listening no 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 i was saying say um i know because even though weed is not legal but even though liquor is but there's a lot of pilots airline to pilots drink, yeah. who are always lit yes yeah yes but the good thing about that, most of the airlines or airplanes are automatic flying these days anyway. You gotta <laughs> land it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part. Yeah, so. All right, well, Emmett, congratulations. My man. Your first time on All Tino Shade, and you defeated the king. The king of who am I? Uh, I before we go on, Emmett, you, you must say, as the winner, you must say one word. You gotta say, loser. Go ahead, say it, Emmett. <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> Jay hates he hates losing man. <laughs> I'm actually a pretty good loser man. Like I not to I, me. He <laughs> don't like. Like when I'm playing, I'm pretty competitive in general. But when I'm playing like game, video games or, or board games, like I don't really get. To, I, I might get quiet when I'm they're, losing. They're fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to listener shout out. Uh, <laughs> listener shout out this week is gonna go to actually a, a few people um, because. CL Tampa, um, Best of the Bay Awards are out now. You can do voting for the Best of the Bay. And I've had a few people actually vote and let me know that they voted. So I do want to give a shout out to those individuals, Melissa Ebanks, Erica Lee, Loretta Scott, Emmett, <laughs> Emmett yes, Lane man. voted, Yolanda Ray, Reyes, Ernest Green, Jennifer Michelle, Nikki McDonald, CeCe White, Ansel Lewis, and anyone else who has voted for Altino Shade as the best local podcast in the Bay Area, thank you. We appreciate you. If you're hearing this podcast, you don't actually have to live in the Tampa Bay Area in order to vote for us. You can actually be in another state. It's all about if you know someone in that in that in that in the Bay Area who has something that they're doing, you can vote. So go to cltampa.com forward slash best of the bay 2019. Scroll to people. Places in politics, click on that, look for best local podcast, and vote for RT. No shade. All right. I want to give a shout out and then, uh, to uh, 
my buddy Marcus Martin, uh, one of my buddies was down here this week, this weekend from Baltimore, and I was not aware that he listened to our show up there. Oh, yeah? He was like, man, I listen to you all the time on your show, man. He said, he said normally he listened to it at night when he's on night work at the firehouse, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, that's what's up, man. So it felt good knowing that he listened to it up there in Baltimore. Man, I'm telling you, you never know who listens. Like, I watch, I look at stats and I try to find stats, but there's no way to track who click play right. and listen and who that person is. And so... I've been places where people, I've done book events, people come up, oh man, I love your podcast, da, da, da. I'm like, oh, you listen? So that's, that's, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. All right, so before we get into the main set, we're going to get into our featured guest here. So we have the dopest, the smoothest, the most quietest photographer in the Bay Area. He's also part of the Altino Shade crew. He does photography for us. He does video for us. Um, he has had many of his photos featured in the news. We have... One life, one camera, one world, photographer and owner of L3 Photography, Mr. Emmett Lane. What's good, Emmett? What's good? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, man. So, so welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for being part of all Tino Shade. It's all good. Um, people, it's hard to find people who actually believe in the vision, someone else's vision that they're trying to do, you know? And so you've been a, a big supporter for us. Uh, you know, we have Shay who does all, he's been helping with the, the sound and sound engineering. And this is all pro bono. Right? He just believes in the vision. So thank you for believing in the vision of Altino Shay. And we appreciate you. So tell us about who you, who you are, man. Where are you from? How'd you end up in Tampa, bro? Man, all right. Let's see. Turn so, just a little bit. Let's see. Like, again, like I said, my name is Emmett. Um, I grew up a military brat, so I kind of lived everywhere all over the world. And actually, my father was stationed here at Tampa. At, uh, oh, really? Yeah, at McDill. I ended up graduating high school down here. And then from there, shout out to Robinson High School. Robinson yeah. High School, okay. Like, class what? of, you know what? Class of what? Class <laughs> of what? 97, but you know, it is what it is. TJ's is 76, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and from there, you know, I went to join military active duty stationed all over the world mm-hmm. and i ended up being stationed back here i once i left active duty i uh, you know got out i ended up back here so tampa's kind of like the second home for me well i guess you might as well consider it home Maybe you might as well i don't know why you well. keep talking about moving man but you still here <laughs> i know right? between you and tj i don't know who talk about moving more man i don't know it is i also want to say that we all have bald heads in here. So shout out to the bald head crew other than Shay. Shay's the only guy in here with a full head of hair. It's alright. We'll kick him out though. <laughs> Can't be part of the bald head click. <laughs> so how did you uh how did you get into photography though? Man, um I started photography around two thousand five while I was deployed actually. Um I picked up a camera and kinda used it as a stress reliever while I was overseas. Yeah. I needed something else to do because you get mm-hmm. caught up in the cycle of, you know, going to work, mm-hmm. eat, gym, go home, work, whatever. So I kind of used photography then as a stress reliever. Um, from then, once I left active duty, uh, I put the camera down for a while and then I picked it back up when I lived in Atlanta for a while. Okay. And then the photography bug bit me and it's just been on ever since, man. So uh, speaking of Atlanta, man, so we had a interesting situation happening. A few months ago, I don't know if you remember. We were downtown St. Pete at the station house, mm-hmm. and you were looking at TJ, and you asked him a question. You remember that story? Tell us that story. How, how it happened? <laughs> yeah, man. So 
all right, so that was my initial time meeting TJ again, I guess, apparently. So, you know, we went to the station house, and I kept looking. I was like, man, you look familiar. And he had never met TJ, as far as he know, at that moment. At that moment. So I was like, man, you look familiar. You look familiar. And then pretty much I asked him, I was like, yo, have you ever lived in Atlanta? He was like, yeah, you know, I stayed in Atlanta for a little bit. And then I was like, yo, I used to live in Atlanta, too. And he asked me where. And I was like, over at, like, Windy Ridge. And I was like, man, you remind me of my neighbor. And yo, it turns out, yo, he it was, was my TJ. neighbor. Man. He was his neighbor, y'all. He was his neighbor. Like, hey, TJ couldn't believe it, yo. Yeah. I, um, it, it really amazed me because I didn't know too many people over there. And I, I, I remember seeing him a couple times, through the, um, like walking through the parking lot and stuff like that, right? But when he asked me, it really amazed me because, like, man, I was there. I felt alone there, actually, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to know that getting reconnected with Moss and everything. You this know, is what, he's like, eight, a good brother. Eight years later, right? Man, this is a while yeah, ago. Man, but it was. Mm. It was a while ago. Yeah, about, actually, I've been here. It's probably about 10 years, 10, 11 years. So yeah. think about that, Sippers, that, that that moment in time, two people crossed paths who had no idea that they would cross paths yeah. later and work together. Yeah. And that just goes to show you that even though y'all didn't have a huge interaction, that you should always treat people yes. with respect yeah. and love because you never know when you're going to need them or cross paths with them later no. on in life, man. No doubt. No so that's just a crazy, that was a crazy story. It was like, we're just sitting there. It was like, yo, we're at the same apartment complex. Like, yeah. yeah, man, small yeah. world. Yeah. So you talked about how you picked up the camera while you were overseas. Do you mm-hmm. think photography is something that helped or could help with PTSD? Honestly, yeah. Uh, to me, I got, yeah, because, you know, it's one of those things where it allows you to focus on something else. You know, photography, uh, it opens things up where it allows you to think creatively. Mm-hmm. You know, what the beautiful part is, like, you can find beauty in anything. Absolutely. So, you know, if it allows Maybe. a person to clear their mind, you know, they can work without restrictions. You don't have to have pressure. And it's all up to you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you do creatively. So, yeah, I, I do think it. That's what's up, man. I, I, go ahead, TJ. I, I got a quick question for you. Um, I like always asking different people I meet. I'm going to ask you also, what was the best bit of advice ever given to you, if you can think of? The best piece of advice ever given to you? Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good question. Good question. Putting them on the spot. I know, right? Man, I'm gonna have to pour another glass in a minute. No. Uh, the best piece of advice I got is like, you know what? Just go for it. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, yeah. Because fear, fear will allow you to miss out on some opportunities. Man, that's a worry right there. Yes, it will. That's good advice. Yeah. Good advice, man. I've definitely, at times in my life, feel like I've missed out on opportunities in the past because of fear. And I almost missed out on opportunity of being here in Tampa out of fear. Because when I, 10 years, almost eight and a half years ago, when I decided to move from Virginia, I didn't know nobody, man. I didn't have, I didn't even have a job lined up. And I was just like, but I knew I needed to go, but I had this fear. It's like, what if I go and I'm not successful? What if I had this fear and I got to move back or whatnot, I, you know, and my ego wouldn't let me, but I said, you know what? Deep down, I knew I needed to go. And so I just, I moved here and the rest is history. So, um, is there, or how how have you evolved from the beginning to where you are now with your photography? Like, is there, have you seen the growth? Like, yes. I mean, from like when I first started, especially when I first started shooting people, man, you can tell the growth. Um, 
it's all about studying, asking others, senior photographers, you know, mm -hmm. advice, learning about lighting, you know, looking at YouTube videos, reading books. What were you shooting first? Though? You say you started shooting people. Well, okay, initially, well, in the deployed area, I just started shooting like landscapes. Okay, gotcha. That's all, that will gotcha. always be my go-to. Gotcha. You know, I yeah. photograph people. I photograph a little bit of everything. Yeah. But that that will always be kind of just like my piece, you know. Hey, I've I have I have seen a lot of your um, landscape pictures, and I'm a huge fan. I think you know that I'm a huge fan of your work. Yeah, I appreciate it. I I've probably stolen like five <laughs> pictures of his, <laughs> put, put them as my background photos. Hey, it's all good. I don't got to tag him in it because he got his signature in it, so <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, he just takes some good some good pictures, man. Is there any is there a particular photo you've taken that you're most proud of? I know they're all. I know you're proud of all of them, but is there one that's like, damn, that's like, that's my baby. That's a good one. You know what? I think the first when I lived in Atlanta, it was like the first night shot of the city. It was mm. a cityscape, and it was like night. It was like my first time doing like uh, it was a long exposure shot. So mm. pretty much, I captured the city, and you have the traffic going back and forth. I think that's probably one of my favorites because yeah. it was like it took me so long to try to master that. Yeah. yeah. It's like like any like any craft, man. You have to learn how. You start off struggling a little bit, and then you just learn how to master it. Yeah, just like anything else. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, we definitely. TJ, you got any more questions? You good? No, no I'm good. So definitely. Uh, what, what's your name of your photography business? Where can your where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they hire you? All that good stuff. Okay, man. Uh, the name of my business is uh, L three is E L three photography i spell it f-o-t-o-g-r-a-f-i-e i wanted it to be different a little different you know you know i get it you know I'm trying to do a little something you could reach out you could reach me via facebook you can also reach out to me via uh, instagram and my website it'll be a uh, el3 photos mm -hmm. right now i'm actually hooking up some stuff this weekend so it'll be up and running again what do you mean are you changing your website yeah I just I fixed my website a little bit and then I added some more uh, some photos and some updated stuff that I took care of. So. Well, definitely thank you for being on the show, man. We're gonna we're gonna pick your brain and I'm looking forward to seeing having you again part of the team and just pushing forward, man, blowing this thing up. Oh man, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, most important question is what's your favorite episode of All Tino Shade? <laughs> <laughs> this one. Exactly. <laughs> this, yeah, one, this one. This one. This one. Because he's on it. That's, that's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. All right, Sippers. It's time for. Uh, what time is it? What's the, the main sip. Hey, TJ. Uh, you know yeah. What time is it, man? Hell, do you know what time it is? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The, the main, main sip. sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. What? Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. I it's time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. My man over here gripping with us. Yeah, his, his head was nodding. So whatever else say about it not being a good uh, intro proves that it is. I know. <laughs> Let's have a good show, y'all. I'm looking forward All to right, it. All right, guys. So we, Sippers, we are talking, uh, name of the subject uh, title is Disconnected. And we're talking all things relationship, not just intimate and non-intimate, about being disconnected from one another because of technology. 
first question to the table that I have. Modern day relationships, intimate and non, have changed considerably the last 10 years. As most of you know, I've been in the dating game for the last four years. Have either of you seen a difference in how we interact in relationships? If so, how? Anyone can answer that. And you're, are you single? Are you yeah, single? I'm single. So you're I'm in the single. dating game as well. Have yeah. you seen a difference in how we interact with one another? Man, it's, I guess, with, like you said, with technology, man, it's more or less the face to face interaction is not as, is what it used to be, you know? Mm. It's just like, you know, more people reach out via online and I don't know. I'm old school. I'm kind of used to just doing the face to face thing. And, yeah. You know, and as I've gotten older, I don't really don't go out as to much. clubs as much, you yeah. know? I, I find little chill spots or whatever. But like the online thing, I guess that's the new, that's the new thing now. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it lacks the whole personal connection, I guess. It lacks that personal connection so much. And I think you and I are in the same age range. Yeah. TJ's a little, little bit older than us, a little bit wiser than us. Exactly. And I think it's even harder for his generation to try to adapt to this technology that makes us feel like we're connected, but we're not. Mm-hmm. I've noticed in the dating in the dating world how people only want to, com- like you said, com- converse through text message, through social media. Um, when you're in person, it's almost as if they kind of brush you off because they, it's like an awkward connection without that without that device in between them. Oh man, I'm loving this. I, I had talked to um, a friend of mine last week, and it's, it's really weird. And I told Jay about it, and when you hear this, it, it really I was perplexed by it. Um, he was talking about this young lady he was attracted to, and I was no, not you. Oh. a friend of mine. I was talking <laughs> oh, to. No, I, was, I told you the don't conversation. Tell all my shit. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they were constantly text. Yeah. And they had been texting for about two weeks, mm-hmm. and he still didn't get a date with her yet. So I said, just call her. Mm. He looked at me like, what? I like, just call her. He said, that's weird. Wow. I mean, seriously, listeners, listen to that. Wow. If you have, it's called a cell phone, Mm -hmm. not a cell texting, Mm -hmm. you know, device. It's called Mm -hmm. a cell phone. Phones are used for talking, except now this generation now is more for social media and and texting. But I said, call her. He said, that's weird. I said, why is that weird? Why is that weird? He said, Cause I don't know what to say to her. Wow. And I mean, and it help, helps me out a lot. Cause he's a young man and it helps me out to learn how to deal with these situations for a lot mm-hmm. of my clients as mm-hmm. well. And when he said that, I said, you know, I, I gave him a little bit, a little bit of advice. Yeah. But I said, I gotta do more research on how to help him get better connected and disconnected from using the cell phone for texting all the time and start regular communication, just regular verbal face to face talking and conversation there are so many people like that though there's so many people in today's culture that does not know does not I say that right does not know how to two things communicate mm-hmm. and how to converse mm-hmm. both of those things are a skill set mm-hmm. right however they think that because they're texting they are com- communicating mm-hmm. and it is a form of communication like i'm not against text messages like i there are a time and place for text, text conversations of course. but how do you build intimacy exactly. with someone exactly. through just reading words mm-hmm. right exactly. one of the benefits 
of having a cell phone that keeps us keeps us more connected to one another mm-hmm. is the fact that you can hear someone's voice quicker, yeah. right? And so there are times where I'm a little old school too, but I try my best to mix them together. Mm-hmm. So when I'm dating, I will start off with a text, but then I'm like, hey, I'm gonna call you tomorrow, right? And so I'll call because I want to hear their voice. Yeah. I want to hear how they respond to a certain question. I want to hear when they happen to hear my voice. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jay. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. That all plays a factor. Right, it does. It, it gives you energy when you hear that voice, like that tone. Like you say, hey, Jay, yeah. makes you feel good. It makes you feel like this person also likes you. They want to see you or they want to continue on with communicating. Mm-hmm. It does. A text is like, hey, how are you doing? You don't know yeah. the tone behind that. You yeah. don't know the tone behind that at all. Then also, everybody, everybody always putting LOL. You're not laughing. You're we not all laughing. know that. You're yeah. just putting LOL. So there's a, a big disconnection with these with, with the cell phones, especially with texting, when I'm um, trying to do, develop a relationship. One thing that I try to tell people um, when it comes to the, to dating or you're out and out and about, try your best to remember to put your cell phone in your phone in your pocket. Agreed. Focus more on putting the phone away so you can just be more aware of the environment. I went to 7th and Grove on Friday and oh, man, dope mm-hmm. spot. Beautiful people mm-hmm. all around and so many people mm-hmm. on their cell phones. And I made a point. I, I think I barely pulled my cell phone out. I went around talking to all my friends mm-hmm. and also checking out some of the eye candy over there as well. And if I had been in my cell phone the entire time, right. I wouldn't have been able to see or make this connection with a young lady that was there, right? But I was dating somebody who all she wanted to do was text. Mm-hmm. Like every conversation. Like how it's, it's it's frustrating as a serious dater with someone that's all they want all they want to do. So we're talking about the problem with that, right? But let's look at the why behind that. Yeah. What does it do for people when they sit here when all they do is connect basically electronically? Because see, think about this, it does a lot for their ego. And it's also a, a displacement of reality because mm. that's not the real world they're living in. I agree. You know, whether it's just texting, whether it's selfies. When I was down wine exchange yesterday, well, last night, I watched you three young ladies. And I felt sorry for one young lady. She wasn't like the best looker yeah. out of the three. Yeah. But she was, had, she, was, she was an ugly friend. No, no, she wasn't ugly at all. But the <laughs> other two, they was all made up, had their boobs all out, dressed like to uh, find someone. I'm just gonna put it that way. That's what it was dressed like. And they were very attractive. They all yeah. rhythm were, right? But she was sitting there and the other two young ladies, they kept busy holding their wine glasses up, taking selfies, doing the video and everything. And the other one, she just kept sitting there. And I kind of felt sorry for her. Then eventually she pulled her phone out. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't doing stuff, she was just texting. And she's mm-hmm. like, she was lonely, mm-hmm. even for her girlfriends there. And I felt sorry for her. I really did in a way. I actually think that most of us are more lonely than we have ever been in, in life. I think even though we're more connected more than ever, we are more lonely than ever. And I think you can see that in the suicide rate. You can see that in the number of people who are single. You see that in the, less, the, the people who aren't getting married until later in life. I think that all... And I'm not shitting on technology. No. Like, I love, we talked about it earlier, I love technology. Yeah, a lot of positives that yeah. I would never want to go back to without it. Right. But I think we got to find a balance between the two, right? So my second question I want to ask you guys, communication and being, uh, communication and conversing is a skill set. They both take work to become good at them. And there are a lot of people who think they're good at communication but aren't. And there are people who know they aren't, 
great at being a conversationalist, and so they retreat behind the keyboard. Do you think these two things are better or worse than they used to be when it comes to being a conversationalist? Because the communication and conversing are two uh, two, di- two different things, and uh, they are st- skill sets. Were they better or are they worse? Worse. You think so? How long does it take for you to have a short conversation through text? And if you was face to face with that person, how long until you had that conversation with that person, and yeah. would it go? Would it continue? You yeah. know, <clears throat> because I see people having a conversation that can be had face to face within yeah. one or two minutes. And I, but I see them going through texts for around about 15, 20 minutes, mm. just going back, waiting mm. for that response. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I always tell uh, friends of mine and clients, especially guys when they're dating a young lady. You want to have a good conversation with a young lady? Talk about them. Mm. Okay? If the young lady continue to talk to you about herself and you can see the enjoyment she's having with that, she's kind of like, not always, not saying she's exactly feeling you, but she's enjoying the moment, the time, and the conversation you're having. Okay? Because she will talk to you. If she's not feeling you, she'll only say one or two words to answers to your questions. And, and that, that should tell you something right there also. I think that's the same with rec- in, real, in person and via text. Mm-hmm. But, and what's your thoughts on, is it worse or better? I think it's getting worse. Like you said, um, I think with using technology, a conversation via text, it could be like the whole fear thing. Maybe you need to talk to that person face to face or mm-hmm. it's a, a conversation that can be had face to face. But mm-hmm. You don't know how that person's going to react. So it may be easier to send that text message versus mm-hmm. looking at a person dead in the face to have a conversation, mm-hmm. whether it be good or a bad thing. You know, it could be nerves. I don't know. That's um, true. It could be ner- It could be nerves. It could be nerves. But, and then on the same token, I guess, like you said earlier, you know, it's just like the technology makes us connected, but we're more disconnected. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just don't know how to do it. You know? yeah, I think it's, it's like a lost art. I think it is. It is a lost art, and I think it's worse because I'm not trying to. I don't. I don't want to glorify the past. I'm not glorifying mm-hmm. the past. But in the past, we didn't have instant access, mm-hmm. so you actually had to go be in person. You had to drive over to your friend's house. You mm-hmm. had to, hey, what are you doing? Whatever, and you had to develop those skill sets. I think. I think anyone born be- before 1985 probably develop the skill set to be able to communicate to converse mm-hmm. in person to develop that because that takes work you have to mm-hmm. develop that skill set but now people don't have that access they just have the phone to connect right. so they're not developing in-person conversation skills well i'll glorify the past i will I, definitely I know, glorify you, the I know past. you will no great time just that anticipation waiting for that phone call from the girl you like you sitting there. Or and just a friend, right. man. So you might have a sister and you'd be like, are you only still on the phone? I'm waiting for a phone call. You know, things like that. Man, that felt mm. good. Mama, get out the phone. I, exactly. Phone the phone exactly. Up, and then, you know, the last part, a lot of us old school can really understand this. You'd be like, no, you get off the phone. No, you get off the phone. No, you go first. No, yeah. you go first. Man, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I remember that, It sounds that, man. corny. I remember it that. It was sweet. Yeah, it unplug, really was. Unplug the line. Get off the phone. I know. <laughs> But it's things like that, man, that they'll never get back to. But no, I will glorify the past because that's part of my past that's emotionally, man, it makes you feel good about it, knowing yeah. it, living through that. You know, phone calls, man, phone calls. 
and seeing your girlfriend, I remember being at the bus stop waiting for her bus to come down the street. And when I see her footstep off, I'm like, yeah. You know, mm. all happy and everything. Mm. I got a little boner, I ain't gonna lie, you know. But <laughs> he said little. <laughs> he said little. <laughs> uh, it was semi, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. You know, it's, I, man, I think part of dating in general or not even just dating man I would think with my friends and my family we've gotten into a a me 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 yes. mentality where well if they don't call me I'm not calling them if they don't text me I'm not texting them yeah. what do you what are some ways that we can what are some ways people can become better communicators and better 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 at conversing right so that's not all about them like me I would say that you know what Sometimes take the lead. Just call. Mm-hmm. Call and talk to them. Then express yourself. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, like, I really want to talk to you more. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're busy and I'm I'm busy as well. And we have a busy adulting life. Mm-hmm. However, I miss talking to you. I like that. Yeah. You know? I like that. You know why? Because you told her direct, I miss talking to you. And if she don't feel that, that should say something right there. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't. That's, that's a, a good thing. Speaking up, saying exactly what you feel verbally, not just through a text. Because people yeah. will say almost everything through a text. I love you. I miss yeah. you. No, but you won't say it to that person. And yeah. see, that's a part of the big disconnect. The disconnect is the emotion. Absolutely. That's what the disconnect Absolutely. is. You know, yeah, you're communicating. Mm-hmm. You're saying things. You're reading words. Mm-hmm. You're reading, but you're not feeling the words always. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of it. You know, but going with what you said also, yes, yeah, say I miss talking to you. And when y'all do go out, okay, say, look, you know what? I want to be us being to each other today. Let's put our phones away. Mm-hmm. Let's only pull, pick it up unless we have to. But if you're not expecting an important phone call and I'm not, let's put it away. Yeah. Let's take a couple selfies, but let's really enjoy each other's company. Yeah. You know, I don't want to enjoy my phone. I want to enjoy you. Absolutely. You know? Ahead, what about you, Emmett? Man, I agree. I mean, you know, even if you set up time with that person, do something unplugged. Yes. Like you were saying, yes. you know? It's yes. like, do an activity that's unplugged that requires you to not have it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I think having that connection with that person is something that you need. I love that because, you know, like to, keep them, to, to keep them unplugged, do something active. Take a bike ride. Go to a fun zone. Go somewhere. Go do some. What's that? The go kart racing. Go mm-hmm. do something that's fun. Kayaking. And if, yes. Boating. Because that boating. that phone gonna be put away. Yeah. You know. And that's a good idea. I mean, you know, do that, Randy. Do something fun. Don't just go to a movie or just go to a restaurant and eat. Because that's when the phones come out. You know, do something fun, and they will remember that. Both of you will. So do <laughs> do something to disconnect that will get you more connected with what you're trying to do. Exactly. You like that. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> you like that. You like that. But what is, no, but real talk though, what is some like uh some communication skill sets? Like what can we tell as as coaches and people who've experienced this lack of communication? What are some communi- communi- how can you how do you become a better communicator? Uh the first thing is speaking up. Mm-hmm. Saying what you feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also remember that when you said you must say it a certain kind of way. So it don't be offensive to the other person, depending on what it might be. Okay. Yeah. Don't be scared to speak up saying, I miss you. I like you. I want to see you. But that's vulnerability. And we and people are scared of vulnerability. But and you know, once they step past that point of vulnerability, then they become invulnerable because they have they don't have that fear anymore. 
And it's just mm. like I love Will Smith video talking about the other side of fear. It's yeah. bliss, the joy of it and everything, right? Yeah. You never know, like, like just, you guys mentioned earlier and everything, just taking that first step, going past that fear. And once you step past it, you'll see, see how far you can go, you know? Because you box yourself in with fear. Shay, you got any thoughts on the way people can uh, be better communicators? to Shay. I want Shay to get some. I know, I know. Look at him. All right, so <laughs> communication, man. Like, it's funny you said that, oh, well, being born before 1985, because I'm right on the dot. And there's a mixed bag there. I don't think it's necessarily 1985, but the, the rise of easy access to communication where like the, the, your cell phone bill wasn't tied to minutes that's kind of where it broke down for real in my opinion so but nowadays when communicating with people you have to really make the effort to step outside of you and like we all have these little personal bubbles like your bubble has to touch somebody else's bubble for you to, to engage with them and it's okay you're, you're not gonna die it's you're not gonna you're not gonna lose too much face by you know presenting who you are to them and if they turn away from you, that's not your person. But most people will understand who you are. The more that you present yourself, the more that you share your, 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 your insights, share your knowledge. And you can't always do that through text because you have to like truncate what you say because you gotta give them little sound bites. We can't live in sound bites. I agree. Great. So uh, I have to think communication in general, like for me, I would say one of the better ways to become a, a communicator is is to just like you said take that chance don't be don't be vulnerable but also when you're face to face with somebody maybe you need to take notes of things you need to say because some people are just better at writing what better better writing than speaking in general mm -hmm. and so for me there are times where i'll write down my thoughts if i know i'm going to see that person that way i don't forget them and then when i get in person it's like I gotta put my I might, if I put my cell phone out to remember this. I'm like, okay, so this is what I want to say to you, whatever. Because you don't get better at something by not doing it. The only way you get better at communicating is by taking that chance and doing it. And so, in the past, when I would, when I dated someone, I identified pretty early this, that my the lady I was dating was better at writing than she was at speaking her thoughts. And so I went out and got a journal. So I said, little baby, nice. here's our journal. This is our journal mm -hmm. that I want you to write your thoughts down, whatever, for that week, for that day. Next time I see you, I'll take that journal. I'll take it home with me. I will read what you've written. I will respond in my journal, in my next entry about what you've written and then what I've written. And then next time we get together, we will discuss what we talked about in the journal. Right? Mm -hmm. And so again, to become a better communicator, you have to be able to take chances and try things differently. Now, the problem that we ran into is that everything started getting put in a journal. Mm. We never got to a point of talking it out mm. consistently, which irritated me. And then once I shut down, communication went to shit. Mm -hmm. And then, as y'all know, if you don't have communication in a relationship, yeah. you ain't got nothing. You know? And so, that was something that that I think you just got to try different things. Uh, how do we, as a as a society, do better? I'm pretty sure it's never going to go back to the way it was, and that's fine. Everything evolves. We all evolve. People evolve. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we can't evolve in a slightly different way. 
are there times in any kind of relationships where you can say, you know what, how can we, how can we evolve? How can we make this communication better? Because the text messaging ain't going away. No, it's not. The video chatting ain't going away. Mm-hmm. And so, can we make it better? How, how, as a society, can we make it better? Or is this what it is? Is this the new norm? Uh, yeah, we can make it better. And it's, it takes for simple things to do. And it takes for, and I have to say this, older people with wisdom to help the younger generation out. And what I mean by that is this right here. We will see the younger generation new technology. They will utilize it better than what we can because it's their, it's now, it's their time now. But it's us to help them to see and see how they can utilize it better than the way they're using it. Okay? Just like you may buy a kid um, a, a bat and a ball. Okay? He's going to just go ahead and hit the ball and so forth too and just have fun with everything, right? But until uh, older parents show him a better way of hitting the ball, to hit it further, yeah. to really connect with it. That kid will just keep swinging, missing, and hitting the ball different places. So it takes, I'll say, the older generation to help the younger to utilize what they have, their yeah. gifts and so forth, to help them to utilize it better than the way they're using it. So that's one way of doing it. Yeah, I, I think so. I think we have more accessibility to one another than ever before, which I think is good. But I think that that creates a sense of quick accessibility that causes a false understanding of being great communicators and conversing. And something else that I'm noticing in social media communication is this notion that if you don't agree with my opinion, don't come commenting on my post. Mm-hmm. People get really defensive and go off, unfriend, unfollow you, or block you. This isn't something that we would do in person if someone had a different opinion than, than them. How do y'all think that social media de- defensiveness affects people's relationships? Man, I think a lot of that has to do with maturity, man. You know, mm. I mean, if the fact that if you can't have a conversation with somebody, it's like it's okay not to agree on a point. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Everybody's in, entitled to have their opinion, but to go to the point where you just instantly shut off and don't want to talk, you know what I'm saying? You block that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? it, it's a lot to do with maturity, man. All right, all right, I agree. Yeah. Like, you can't just cancel people and block people because they don't agree with you. Right. Like, if you're in person and if you said, hey, I think Donald Trump is the greatest president ever, which you would never say. But if you did, I'd be like, oh, well, that's an interesting point. Like, I don't think, I think he's pretty shitty. So, and you wouldn't just counsel me. You wouldn't just watch, you know, like, why do people think they, can, they can't just do that? I don't know, man. I also, I think it says a lot about them. Like, if you interact with that person physically as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you act that way online, I'm like, you can only imagine how that person is in a relationship or whatever. Passive you know? aggressive. Passive aggressive. It goes to the title, the title of the show, Disconnected. When they sit here and do that to you, what are they doing? Disconnecting you. Disconnected. And all it does is sit here, let them know that at that moment, they have that power to disconnect and it makes them feel good with that they power to disconnect power. Yes. but actually you know what really you did me yes. a favor yes. you did me a favor you let me know how you really are yes and now i know that if i see you and when i see you there's trust me there's no need to speak yeah there's no need to say say nothing to me at all exactly. don't even look my way yeah you know you doing me the favor absolutely because they can say whatever they want they can say oh well, it's just social media well if it's just social media then you wouldn't have blocked me you wouldn't have unfollowed me, so don't. If we can't, if you're gonna, um, if you're gonna block me in, on social media, then mm-hmm. I'm gonna block you in real life because you obviously feel some kind of way that mm-hmm. you don't want to see my face anymore. It, my it goes to what I said earlier about social media being a false reality. So many people shine on social media. Yeah, they shine so much, they feel so strengthened. Mm-hmm. But in real life, they really are recluse in a way. Yeah. You know, so they, they can go ahead and live that life. You no, know, it's not a good life to live because reality does come in when you get off when that. 
social media shuts down, when you get to go to a different page, it does stop, you have to walk out into reality, but a lot of people don't realize that because all they want to do is control their life on social media. Control your life in reality yeah. and you will really have a better life. I don't think people have enough confidence anymore. People they are, don't. People are lacking, and I'm not the most confident guy in the world, but I've, I've had to work at my confidence, right? Like when I was at 7th and Grove on this past Friday, I actually walked up to a few women and introduced myself Told them they were gorgeous and beautiful. And you always do that, Jerry. No, I really don't. Yes, you do. I've been out with you so many times. You'd be like, look at Shorty. I'm going to go holler at her. No, that's, 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 I'm joking. No, I, it really isn't me. But I think, though, for men who are in the dating world, and that if you, in order to separate yourself mm-hmm. from, the, from the pack, that you can approach a woman mm-hmm. and converse with the woman mm-hmm. and communicate with the woman, yeah. you are going to stand out more so than the guy that says, oh, what's your Facebook name? Mm-hmm. I want to add you. Now mm-hmm. you already created this, this this connection, right? And I think that's important to just say, take more chances and walk up to one another. You know, and I told you about this also. It's funny. I had a young lady reach out to me for being a client. Mm. And uh, she found me on Yelp. Okay, so that was cool. So she, we was communicating a little bit. Yeah. And I said, if you know, we, I said, let's have an appointment to sit here and meet each other. But prior to that, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me, you know, please visit my website or my social yeah. media page. Yeah. She just cut off all communication. Mm. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. We, we're supposed to meet soon and face to face, due to her time and my time. Okay. We had a sub appointment for us to sit here and meet for face to face consultation, but she totally cut me off. I'm like, okay, maybe she's seen something she didn't like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it but she just totally cut off communication because I said, Check out my social media. Get a, you can get a good feel for me on that until, mm-hmm. until we meet and, to, and, do, and do discuss things. And it's, so. it's hard to find that balance sometimes because everyone doesn't like social media and everyone right. doesn't like just being in person, right? Mm-hmm. And so how do you find that balance between enough social media connection or not just social media, but texting conversation and being in person? Because there's some days where I don't want to talk on the phone. Like I'm like, yo, could this conversation have been had through a text? That's just me. And that's a lot of people that like that. Mm-hmm. TJ's a little more old school. He was like, he'd rather you have a one minute conversation about what what you need to say versus a text. And mm-hmm. that's just, I think that's just his gener. I think that's just your generation mm-hmm. in general. I think Emmett real closer in age. And so for us, we have a mixture of growing up without that technology and growing up with the new technology, evolving as it goes. And so I just think that that all plays a part, part of it. So, I agree. A couple more things we can get off off this main sip. Let me let me ask you guys a question. What is your favorite form of communication? And I don't just mean relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm saying in general, whether whether it's personal, professional, or even also relationships. What is really your favorite form of communication? Well, for me, it's without shout out without quality time. Like when it comes down to. Um, like the five love languages when they have like uh, quality time, words of affirmation, um, gifts, physical touch, and I can't think of the last acts one. Service. Acts of service. Hands down, quality time is the best thing that I, that I enjoy, that I want the most. Like, if you want to call me and you, got, you want to have a three-hour conversation, I'm like, baby, just come over. Or my friend, hey, just come over, talk to me. Let's spend time together because... I want to see your facial expressions. I want to see how you feel, whatever. So for me, quality time over phone conversations, 
and over text messaging. Yeah, I agree, man. Face to face, hands down. I was like, because you get to see, like you said, facial expressions and everything else. You can experience it's different. You're face to face versus using some form of technology, man. Because I'm personally, I don't like being on the phone all the time. I'd rather see that person face to face, whether it's business, whether it's relationship wise or whatever. It's just face to face, man. I want to add something to that also because mm-hmm. you both you mentioned face to face, which is a good thing. And people have to understand that sometimes, even face to face, you don't need to be talking. Absolutely. Sometimes that quietness is still communication. Absolutely, it really, really is because it's it's sometimes it's even more intimate. Mm-hmm. Nothing going on. Mm-hmm. You could too. You could just be sitting there reading a magazine, a little bit of music on, but it's still a form of communication because y'all could just look up, look at each other, and smile real quick. That's communicating. That's like saying. I'm glad to be here mm-hmm. with you. There's so many ways of doing things, especially with communication. And those quiet moments, priceless. Don't be afraid of silence. Yes. So many people are afraid of silence because they think that if you're being quiet, something that something's wrong. wrong. Yeah. You know, and everything's not, every, nothing's wrong sometimes, especially for men. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so men that just enjoy being quiet and just, watching TV or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But I think people sometimes get lost in their own thoughts. They get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if he ain't talking to me or she ain't talking to me, there's got to be something going on. What are you thinking about? Baby, just chill. Right, right, right. Just chill. You I mean, know? Look, look, when you're texting somebody, right, what do you hear? Nothing. Nothing. That's quietness. It's true. And but that- it's quietness, but it's quietness with their own thoughts. I know. Yeah. So they still think you can still do that together. Yeah. That quietness, man. I, I like being around, you know, my lady and everything. I like being around her when we just sometimes just sitting there just chilling. You know me? I like having a little bit of nice little chill music on. You know me? Yeah. I'll have it low. I'm good. Yeah. I'm in a good point, good place, good mood. One thing that I think I want to and to do better with when it comes to being connected, which I'm not against, is uh, video chatting. Because that's that's a form of technology that I think is better than texting. I think it combines seeing someone and hearing someone. But when? I see a lot of people video chatting when they're walking down the street, not paying attention where yeah, they're walking. Yeah, they're in restaurants, yeah. they're out yeah, at different places yeah. in public, yeah. busy having that conversation. They be in they're the, in the lines. Yes. They be multitasking. They be yeah. in the lines just busy talking yeah. on the phone. I mean, again, they're not wrong because you can do that. But it's still a matter of respect for others and also for the community, for the, um, the conversation you have with the other person. Everybody yeah. in that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, I would want to just keep it like at night, at house, in, in the house where we can, yeah, we can video yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. Can, at night in the house. We can video sex <laughs> and see all the good stuff. The good, good. No. All right, man. So I w- we would just say sippers that we can do better communication right now we have a, a huge huge disconnect very a lot of people are passive aggressive mm-hmm. posting their thoughts on facebook or instagram or twitter before they post those thoughts to their, their friends and their lovers and their family so we can do better as a culture but it takes not being afraid it takes uh courage it takes strength and it, it takes being wrong sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes you're gonna take you're gonna go out there and do stuff that don't come across the right way it takes the first step, like you said, not being. It takes the first step for someone to speak up and say, "Hey, let's put our phones away." Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're not just talking about just disconnected that way. Also, sometimes disconnect in other kind of ways. Also, just like when that person on social media disconnect with you, it's a good thing. Don't be bothered by. It. Don't let your pride, ego, even your 
as we say, feelings, be mm -hmm. hurt by that. No, think about that. If you now realize how this person is, it's a good thing for you all oftentimes. So. All right, Sippers, that was a good means. So we're going to disconnect from this subject. Yes, we're going to disconnect from this subject. And we're going to move to my, my, my most favorite part of, uh, of the episode. Um, normally it's L's work, least favorite. We got to talk like this into the That sounds right. about right. So we are about to play That Sounds Familiar. Sippers, please go listen to the All T No Shade Spotify playlist. This is a banging ass playlist. I always choose the top songs that's been hot over the last 80s, from 80s, 90s to current. And so last week, Shay took control of Fontino <laughs> 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 no Shade. And there were some great moments and some low moments. But I've chosen some five, probably five songs. I got five songs, potential six songs. I got, you got to tell the, um, our listeners about the young lady. You told me about earlier this week, her songs. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Snow Allegra? Yes. Snow Allegra. How do you spell her name? So Snow is S-N-O-H. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm saying that right. It is Snow, I'm thinking. And her last name is spelled L A L. Was it A-L-A-A-L, something like that. I think it's A-L-E-R-G-A. It's like almost yeah. like algebra, but... Oh man! But yeah, but she's from Sweden, and her great. music is nice. You have to listen to it. Her name, her new album is uh, uh these feelings." So, yeah, so he sent great. me. Um, he was at work. Sent me a, a link to it on Spotify. I was like, "Yo, this is the bomb. This is it right here, man." The girl has some good music. Check her out. Snow Check Allegra. So Emmett, you know about to go down. You you're a fan of Altino Shade. You yeah. like music. Eminem and I, man, we went to Atlanta a couple years ago, man. We were and we car we carpooled together. Yeah. The whole time, bro, we just jammed out to like Outcast albums and everything. everything. Like we just had some, a bro he already moment. Saying you gonna win, he gonna be no, against you. No. Saying that. He loved to sit here no. and make sure I lose. Not, not at all. All right. So what I would say for this episode, for this part, is listen to the voices. Okay. Listen to the voices. You should be able to get who these people are. Most of these songs are going to be brand new. So Sippers, try to beat Emmett. Try to beat TJ. L, if you're listening, try to beat them both. So we can say either the artist or the name of the song. Or the name of the song. See, so I'm not going to cheat you like that. I'm going to let you know, man. Right. So this but first for you, song, you got to say what you know year it came out also. What? Right? That's what you got. <laughs> so this first song came out in 2019. He is a popular artist with songs and entertainment. Chris Brown. No. Okay. A little higher, Shay. It's a new song. Is he an old artist? Uh, not really. It's not Charlie Wilson. You're trying to guess it, but you know who it is. So he has a song that says, I'm living my best life. I ain't going oh. back and forth for you, niggas. I'm living my best life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this is, his, this is his new song. It's called Pull Up. Pull up. Like that beat, though? Mm hmm. Yeah. 
Alright, so that's nice. called pull up. Nice. I'll try did you know who no, it was? No, yeah, I would have got that. We live my best life, yeah. Living my best life. So that's Lil Duval <laughs> pull up. How tall is Lil Duval? Little. He is little. <laughs> five four? Five two. Five two. Five two. He is five foot two. Bro, that's a struggle. <laughs> hey. He getting big. Hey, that's true. Man. That money make you sexy, I guess. He living his best life, as he said. Okay, so this next one came out in 2019 as well. What I'm going to say is, I'll wait to say it. Let's play it, Shay. She has a very popular family. Except so you know who it is. Wait a minute. I think I left my conscience on your front doorstep. Wait a minute. Popular brother. I think I left Popular my father and mother. Always on TV. Always in the movies. I like this. No guesses? Nah, nah. Who's this? I like So it. she had a song called I Whip My Hair Back and Forth. Willow Smith? Willow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that, yeah. She had evolved oh. to. This is her. That's Willow. I like this right here. Smooth, right? This on the new playlist? On, on, now playing this on Spotify? On the pop, on okay. Spotify playlist. I gotta, I gotta check this out. I like yeah. this. Yeah. Now I will say that her album is pretty different. Yeah, that's okay. Pretty different because like she's just they just different people. You it's, know what I mean? I like, I like that this generation come out with different stuff. It's good. Yeah. So that's Willow. That's called uh, Wait a Minute. <laughs> Wait a Minute. So that's two. That's so two. Hold on, hold on. You said that the album's a bit different because her family is different. What do you mean Absolutely. by that? Because their family is different. They're, they're, I love the I love the Smiths, man. Like I love that thought process. I love I love all of it. I do. I love their their philosophy on how to raise their kids, giving them freedom to be who they are. Kids make these. Nah, we ain't get to all But that look shit. who. Yeah, we ain't get to all that. It. It'd, just, it'd be disagreements. All right, but yeah. <laughs> so this next one, so Shay. I I think that they probably can, probably can both get the next one. I want you to go to the one from. <laughs> no, this is this is going to probably help why, TJ. Why, so. Yeah, so you know what I mean. So skip one and go down to the next one. This one came out in 1992. 1992. Prince. That's not it. Jump around, House of Pain. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we talking about. <laughs> you, you know, everything you already know. You know it. Yeah, House of Pain, man. 1992. Yeah, man, that's what's up. This is 1992. House of Pain, jump around. But the Sippers might still be winning. The Sippers might still be tied. I used to love this song, though. I think they were probably the first white band that I knew that was rapping. I, think they had, I know they had Beastie Boys, but I wasn't really into Beastie Boys. Yeah, this, this was a jam. 1992, man. So long ago. All right, so we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. Just in case the sippers, uh, go back to the, the previous one. All right, so this one came out in 2019, TJ. Try to get this one. Listen to the voice. Not the first guy that raps, but this next guy. You'll, you'll know in a second. 
He's a classic. Probably Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Snoop Dogg. He said it. He said Snoop. Yeah. Snoop is still doing it. Snoop not going He ain't going. He always find a way to find a hit somewhere, somehow. So that's this is Snoop Dogg featuring Jermaine Dupree. So Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree was the first one that was rapping. And so this is called, uh, what is this called? Do it, do it when I'm, what is it? Yeah, do it when I'm in it. All right, so. Uh, Emmett is killing it right now. So we're going to go down to the the woman. All right, so this one came out in 2005, Sippers. 2005, can y'all guess who this is? Sippers know who this is. Elle knows who it is. She had a reality TV show. Yes. What's that? Keisha Cole. Oh, he's on it. He's on it. Okay, you know, you know how you invited to meet the next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I already knew yeah. You know, Jay's gonna make sure he get up there with those. Yeah, I, 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 no, no. I'm trying no. to get him. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I don't mind. Look, you know me. I'm a humble uh, person, man. Uh-uh. She got wow. This, she has a distinctive voice, though. Yeah. I used to be a huge fan of Keisha Cole, man. Then she kind of just fell off. I don't know what happened. People started disliking her. Oh. I don't know what happened. Something happened when people was like, oh, I'm not a Keisha fan, Keisha Cole fan anymore. But I used to love her music. Yeah. This one's called Love, I Thought You Had My Back, 2005. Yeah. All right, one more, Shay. One more. I think TJ will get this one. I already lost, man. You already <laughs> lost. I'm trying to get you at least one. Who is it, man? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> he knew where it was. He was. <laughs> Uh, so that's Justin Timberlake, 2002, man. He 2002, yeah. yeah. He gave you that one. He was already losing, nah. so rock your body. I always say I don't enjoy these because I, you know, I like I don't like losing, but it's it's still fun, you know. It really Especially is. when you get good songs to choose yeah, from. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Unlike man. last week, because they you take you back. You know, a lot of these songs, you'd be like, that's my shit right there. Yeah, I remember that song, you know. But yeah, all right, all right, so, but that's it, man. So again, you can find those songs on all Tino Shade Spotify playlists. I play it all the time for my parties and everything because it's, it's really a good playlist. All right, sippers. It's that time of the show where we do Toaster Wisdom. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that time of the show, Sippers, where Mr. TJ Jones gives you some wisdom, some education, some shade. No shade. Always. I'm actually, it goes, it really goes in accordance with our subject for the day, Bob Disconnected. And I'll explain to you this way. First, I want to say this quote goes to the old generation as well as the new generation. Okay. Okay. And it says, don't be called out on strikes. Go down swinging. Uh, Let me repeat that. I love this. Don't be called out on strikes. Yeah. Go down swinging. You know, and I'll st- I'm gonna say about the older generation. A lot of times they'll go down on strike because they're trying to think mm-hmm. through so many things. Sometimes you have to react, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't react. They just go ahead, think it through. One, two, three, you're out. Mm-hmm. The new generation, I love what they're doing. Like you mentioned about Willow Smith and the family. I love that they're different. I love yeah. that. Whether I agree or not, I yeah. love that because they're not going down swinging. I'm, I'm sorry, they're going down swinging. Mm-hmm. They're like, Eve, I'm gonna hit this damn ball. Or I'm going to see him come back up to bat my next go around. Yep. And yep. I love that. We have to apply that to our life because a lot of times we go down swinging. 
okay? A lot of times, like you talked about before, Jay, about people not taking their shot. Mm-hmm. Take that shot. Don't be scared. You get rejected, you get said no, so what? Mm-hmm. You come back up, take a shot again. You swing one, two, three, you go down, that's okay. You might hit a fly ball next time. You might hit a line drive. And one, you go hit that, hit that damn home run. Do yeah, not yeah. go down called out on strikes. Go down swinging. You definitely got to go down swinging, man. And I think the younger generation, like you said, are just trying different things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. And, and obviously, older generation did it too, right? That's how we got Bill Gates. That's how we got mm-hmm. uh, Apple. That's how we got all these major corporations as mm-hmm. well. However, the younger generation is like, I posted an article um, the other day in the Facebook group of this couple who met while on vacation and decided that they were just going to go travel the world together for a year once they met. And they went and did it and they're still together. And that takes, that takes like, Let's just do it. I'm yeah. gonna hit a home. I'm gonna try to hit a home run on this mm-hmm. no doubt. and do it. And my age, I wouldn't have never thought about. I'm not going over for a year with you. Right. I just met you. I'm not doing that. But you miss out potentially an opportunity of a lifetime because you don't want to. You don't want to swing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You don't want to swing. Sometimes you gotta just swing at that curveball. Damn, this, this is a curveball. But you know what? I don't know how to hit it, but I'm gonna try. It is what it is, man. <laughs> you'll adjust to. You become a better batter that way. You know, if you're standing there looking, you're not. You're not hitting. You're not learning how to stay and swing at that ball. You know, no swing, swing. Hit that shit out of the ballpark. To all of our listeners, do not be scared. I tell you right now, I've done it in life. I swung, I missed, I swung, I flied out, I popped out, and quite a few times I hit home runs, okay? Mm-hmm. And guess what? With all the times I popped out, got out, I'm still not stopping right now. I'm working on projects. I'm going to keep on swinging until yep. I keep hitting that home run. That's all. You do the same thing. And same, you all. Same thing with being being connected, man, being disconnected. It's like if you, if you feel disconnected right now, and you 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 are swinging and missing. At least you're swinging. At least you're trying. Yeah. Keep trying something different. Try. It. Someone told me once. They was like, "Well, someone tells me I talk too much, so I don't really talk." I'm like, "No, you were just talking to the wrong person. Right. You dating the wrong person. Keep swinging. Mm-hmm. Keep swinging mm-hmm. till you find the person that says, "Damn, I love. I don't mind hearing your voice. Right. Right. It just takes a lot of strikes sometimes. Make adjustments. Maybe you do sometimes talk too much. But again, make adjustments. Still talk. Don't be scared of talking. Talk. Come a little bit of adjustments. Like you said, maybe talking to the wrong person. All of that. Do it. Do it. We all have done it inside of here. Okay? And we're, going, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Absolutely. And you're not going to stop either. Keep doing it. Swing. Home run, baby. Let's get it. All right, that was good toast of wisdom. Um, you can actually find TJ, reach out to TJ for some information. Which, how can they find you, TJ? Oh, man, thank you. Uh, you no, can reach. Fuck you! I was just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving your ass free sessions. All right. <laughs> you can reach me at www.abeyo a b e y o dot com. Or also, you know, my number out there. You can also reach me at 443-829-8892. Please feel free to give me a call. We're glad to sit down and talk to you about things you want to talk about, as well as helping make you a better you. All right, so we're going to move on to the next segment of the show. Look at Shay. He is on it, boy. He is on it. He was ready for that button. I, I appreciate Shay so much, man. What is your ish? What's your ish? You know what ish your ish? Man, right now my ish is the screwball right yeah, now. That screwball is it is pretty good, man. You, go, you know that guy stay here though. Hey, it's all good. Nah, I'm playing. I got a couple more bottles of the house. What you mean? <laughs> no, that, that screwball is is pretty damn good. That's a good. That's a good. But I will say, 
if you have a peanut allergy, yeah, don't do don't it. Don't do it because it does contain peanuts. It does, it does. But uh, yeah, my boy put me on. Who's this. it made by? It is made by. It's a company out of uh, California. It's Screwball. That's the name of it. Let me see. There you go. So he brought in this 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. Um, it's based out of Cali. Um, my boy had it when I was up in Atlanta, as a matter of fact. And, uh, I've been trying to look for it ever since. And I was actually shocked to find it here. So, so it's a whiskey with natural flavors and caramel color. It's 70 proof alcohol by volume is 35%. Out of California. San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. San Diego. So, yeah, well, I'll post a picture of that and so y'all can go out there and get it. Where'd you find it at here yeah, in Tampa? I found it at, uh, is it, uh, Brandon Cross? Is it Brandon Cross? Yeah, Brandon Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't ever gonna find that then. I ain't never <laughs> out there. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there's a couple other places. Just go to their website and then you'll find it. All right, that's what's up. TJ, what's your ish? Oh, man, my ish for this week is, it's, it's an old school thing, man. I got back into it. Incense. I thought I smelled an yes, incense early. Yes. I thought I smelled one. <laughs> well, I figured we had four somebody, minutes out here this day. It's gonna be a little somebody, bit funky inside yeah, of here. I thought somebody farted. I ain't know where <laughs> That's that fresh fart right there, man. <laughs> no, but um, I, I went to love incense. Yes, man. I went to the store about two weeks ago and I bought a box of them. I forgot all about them, so I put them in my drawer and I poured them out. I was like, man, that's right. I used to love incense, and they bring a nice smell to, and it's a natural smell. Mm. It's from oils and essential and everything, yeah. right? It's not all that. Other stuff like inside of some of these. The candles and yes. stuff? Well, oh. I like candles also, yeah. but some of the other uh, chemicals and stuff, other things, but no, incense. Or the plug-ins, like the plug-ins. Yeah, the yeah, that's plug-ins. Front. Yes, yeah. exactly. But no, incense, that's why my place be smelling good. I thought here, I man. smelled some incense earlier. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what's up. So incense. I used to go to the, I used to go to the, like the corner store, man. The corner store would have, like, you can buy, like, uh, Hundred for like yeah. ten bucks, you yeah, know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's still like that. It's man. still like that. I got those. I mean, it can't, co- it can't cost much to no, make those. And so, it actually, simply, if you know anyone that makes incense, if you make, I know people really make those. And so, if you make them, you sell them. Hit us up. Let yes. us know. Like, I would. We'd like to support uh, those who, where we can. No doubt. All right. So my ish this week is um, some of y'all might may or may not know, but every now and then, I like to partake in a night nice cigar. And it's um, not too often that I do it. I'm not a huge uh, cigar smoker. Like my like Toto and who I was hanging out with on Friday. Uh, Tony's a he's a real big cigar person. But went out and bought these little cigarellos, cigarellos called Lord Blackburn Gold. And so as y'all see, it's not. It comes in a little fancy case mm-hmm. called Gold. Got a little gold packaging. Okay. And the cigars are really small. They're, they're not really big cigars at all. Okay. And so it's a mild cigar. Gives you, it just gives you the good, good flavor when you're when you're puffing on it, and uh, just good, you know, cigar is something you just smoke when you're trying to relax. You're not really inhaling, you're trying to take those flavors in, and so that's my issue this week is Lord Blackburn Gold Cigarellos, Mild Cigars. Shay, you got an ish by chance? He says no, he does not have an ish. Well, All right. His ish is Deep House, which is we're playing in the background yes, right now. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um. We like that. And so Elle mentioned last week that she wanted to include some local talent. Can you go to um, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify and go to Venus Blue? And um, so she wanted to start to include some local talent for people who obviously are in the Bay Area, who are musical artists, who need some shine, who need, and our platform is growing. And so we would like to really, Black Girl Magic is the one we want to play. So this is gonna call this segment the local drip. Local drip, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Local drip. 
Because it's local and it's dripping hot and it's paid off coffee. The slow drip. Like that. But boy, that boy great. <laughs> so shout out to our boy. I think we all know Cardi X. Name of this band is Venus Blue. St. Pete, Florida. What is it? B-L-E-U. Smooth, right? So Black Girl Magic, you can find that on Spotify. You can find it. I don't know if they're anywhere else. I, I just knew they was on Spotify. I actually saw we actually saw them play this live, TJ. Oh yeah. When we went to that downtown basement, oh, them. yes. They were playing yes. it live, and Cardi was the guy on the drums. Right. So, oh, they they drop. Hmm. They drop. They drop something. Well, they already had that song out. They already had the album out. So this is on Spotify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, yo, they were good. They were good. I enjoyed them. Three young ladies. Three young ladies. Yes. And, and Cardi is the drummer, yeah. so it's actually I don't guess it's his band. But all right, so that's called the local drip. That's Venus Blue. If you have a song that you want to be highlighted on Altino Shade, reach out to us at Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com or you hit us up on Instagram with Altino Shade and send us a DM and hey, say, hey, I want to be on the part of the local drip. I want you to play my song. I'm going to play it for you. All right. All right, guys, let's move into the final sip. It is time for the final sip. Do you guys have a final sip? Yeah, we like your final sips, man. You go ahead. What you got for us today? All right. So we're going to end this on the final sip. So recently, Senator, Senator Bernie Sanders sat down with Cardi B and uh, to discuss politics. Do you think Cardi B can bring out young voters? Two questions. Do you think Cardi B can bring out young voters? And do you think the Democrats hurt themselves connecting with celebrities and trying to go the extra mile with connecting with minorities? Go ahead. <laughs> you know, do you think Cardi B can... What did I say? Do you think... Cardi B can bring out young voters, and the Democrats hurt themselves by trying to overconnect with minorities. Mm, you really, uh, I'll be honest, I'll say, yes, she can bring out young voters. But, how can I put this? These young voters that she may bring out, are they really thinking um, more politically or are they thinking emotionally mm-hmm. when it comes to their selection of uh, who they would sit here and uh, nominate or mm-hmm. choose as a president because a lot of times they go what they like mm-hmm. they like Cardi B they like her music mm-hmm. and that's fine and she may sit here and support one of these politicians and everything and then of course her followers will sit here and support that person as well absolutely but is that done through logical thinking mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they're not doing it please do not come back with all these Stuff and everything. No, I'm just I'm speaking real. Are they coming with logical thinking or emotional thinking when they sit in and make their selection? Yeah. So, mm. about you, Emmy? I think it helps a little bit because she does speak to a generation that follows her music hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has a bunch of followers. You know, you have a lot of people that. Oh, let me not misspeak. Some people that listen to her music may not follow politics, mm-hmm. so yeah. or understand what's going on. So, yeah. some of the questions that she asked during that, you know, maybe. She put it on a level that he broke it down enough for them to mm-hmm. understand. But again, thinking what, like you said, you know, <clears throat> people may tend to go with what she says as far as followership and not mm-hmm. thinking for themselves. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, man. It's kind of like a catch 22, I guess. Yeah. I, I think she can bring out young voters. And what I would hope, though, is that 
if the person that she supports does not win, she then goes and says, "Who's here's who I'm endorsing next and hope that her followers, her people will also go with him. What happened last time was what everyone, it was the Bernie Sanders crew and there was a Hillary Clinton crew. Mm-hmm. And when Bernie didn't win, people from Bernie didn't want to go over to Hillary, even though Bernie had already said, well, here, here's who I'm endorsing. Right. And so I, I think she can bring him out. I do think people typically are one issue voters though. Yeah. And I don't think that's just young people. I think that's old no, pe- older yes, people as yes, well. And so that's a problem that people have. I don't think that Democrats hurt themselves by trying to connect with celebrities that will connect them with minorities. They've been doing this for a long time. Think mm-hmm. about Bill Clinton when he went on the uh, that the Tonight Show and he was playing the saxophone mm-hmm. way back then. Like Democrats have been doing this for a long time. But you, I think sometimes you have to do things differently in order to try to connect. Cardi B is, is she Puerto Rican or Dominican? What is she? I think she's Dominican. And so if I'm not, if I'm wrong, I can correct this. Um, but there's a huge population that vote re- Republican still, mm-hmm. even though Republican poli- policies don't really reflect what they need. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they really hurt, hurt them so good. See, who would you rather sit here and at your age now? Mm-hmm. I, no, I'm, I'm also asking you, when you were younger, would you rather sit here and have uh, you know, the top uh, entertainer uh, during your age when you were, say, 18, 19, 20 years old, uh, give you input on politics? Or you'd rather have a person who's been involved in politics giving you input on politics? I would be 100% honest. I would have preferred some, a celebrity who I listen to and talk right. to to break down politics and help me understand it because I don't want to hear the old white guy. Right. I want to hear Jay-Z. Right. I want to hear Tupac. But, but like you said, break it down for you. They really can't break it down. That's not really their profession. And I'm not, I'm not saying they don't yeah. know politics. Their profession is to entertain you. Yeah. They can easily break down and tell you the system, everything according to entertainment. Yes, I will listen to you. But when it comes to politics, that's something different. Cardi B being inside there, what is, what's her really reason being inside? I'm not saying her. What yeah. are they using her for? The key word is using her for, mm-hmm. and that's it. They get votes. Get they votes. get votes. Get votes. You know, and that's the thing because now you're going to sit here and you may sway some things. Get more votes. Don't get me wrong. If you're saying get out there and vote, yeah. I like that. Yeah. When uh, 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 back in the day when they had um, uh, Puff Daddy out there doing it and different other different entertainers talk about just go out and vote, rock the vote. I mm-hmm. love that. They didn't say who to vote for. Yeah. They were saying go out and vote. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that appeals to me more than telling them yeah. who to vote for Democrat or Republican. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm not saying I don't think Cardi B endorsed Bernie Sanders. I'm not sure. I think he was just part of on the show. But that image yeah. right there yeah. already, her yeah. being with them, they're gonna promote that so much. You yeah. know, Cardi B say, "Come vote, yeah. vote for me, Bernie." Whatever you know, but still, that's that's all the game. All right, man. Y'all don't have anything else, L. We're gonna see you, hear you back here shortly, Emmett. What's your social media platform again? Yeah, it's, um, you can reach me on IG. It's uh, E-L-3-F-O-T-O-G-R-A-F-I-E, L3 Photography. Or you can reach out on my website. It's uh, E-L-3-F-O-T-O-S.com. And Shay has uh, a marketing and branding that he does as well. Shay, yes. how do they find you? Pretty easy. Strategics, S-T-R-A-T-G-I-X consulting um i got a newsletter i got a blog check me out on uh, instagram 
check me out on Facebook. I got, I've almost put out little bites, you know, little tidbits about branding, because to me, branding is something a little bit different. Okay. I got to say this real quick. You know, him has been on the show, man. He's been kind of like, just kind of like quiet over there. And him is, he's a, he's a nice size. He's a pretty, pretty big guy. Not husky, but a nice, solid looking guy. Yeah. Man, right. And he might be intimidating to some people, but he's a, he's a pussy. He's a nice guy, oh, man. Pussy? I said pussy cat. Pussy wow. cat. <laughs> no, wow. no, 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 no. Wow. I'm saying, well, no, no. This is why I said, he's trying to stir some shit over here. I said, he's I a nice, I, I said, he's a nice guy, man. You may, people may look at me like he's kind of big guy and everything, but when you sit down and talk to him, man, You'll have great conversation. And he also, let me say this way, he knows what he's doing because we've taken pictures with him before and we definitely want him to come back and do more pictures for us. Oh, so he's part of the he's team. He's a good so guy. He's going to be doing that. Definitely so. And Sippers, you can find my information at uh, Instagram, J underscore Noetic. Facebook, DJ Noetic. We didn't ask for that. He's going to sit here and try anyway, anyway, shit up anyway. with me and you, man. If you're looking for a, a life coach outside of uh, TJ, you can reach me at anoeticlifecoaching.com. Go buy my book, Noesis, or The Unbelievable Truth on Amazon. Um, appreciate your support. Hey, hey hold up. Let me up? give you a little bit of shout out. What's Remember that? we had um, my buddies came past here last week, uh-huh. Darius and Andy. Yes. Andy yes. is loving your book. Oh, yeah? He sent me a text last week, a picture. He, I said, are, you yeah, making, I said, are you making this up right now? No, no, sir. I'll show you the, I'll show you the picture. Okay. He sent me, um, I, I hit him up one day last week and said, hey, man, what you up to? He said, man, I'm sitting here right now reading the book. Mm-hmm. And he was reading your book. Yep, it was closed, but uh, <laughs> see, see, uh, Andy was a no. he was a uh, he was a monk in a, in a few years prior, yes. and so if he loves the book, I definitely enjoy it. Yeah. All right, Sippers, so we'll see you next week, man. I have nothing else. As, as Elba say, holla, holla. <laughs> <laughs>